use everything God gave you. You can do it. Bro, let's go. I know you're better than this. Be everything God made you to be. Don't quit. Don't be useless with Priscilla. On Facebook, Angie says, what's up, Pastor P and everyone? What's up? We up in here. Remember, we have taken a shift in our community and our community is now the pursuit community because your girl have launched a company, the prolific pursuit. And so now we are the pursuit fam. We are the pursuit fam. Excellent. All right. Hey, Kara. Uh, hey, I'm just going to say Kanika. Hey, Kanika, I hope you're doing well. Welcome up in here. Welcome up in here. All right. So in this podcast, I'd like to kind of touch base with you guys. I want to see what has been happening in your world. Has something hit the headlines recently where you're like, whoa, this has been big in my space, whether you care about it or not. But hey, Tasha, is there something that's hit the world that you're like, wow, chit chat about that. I want to hear what you have to say about that. Well, one thing that definitely has hit in the past week since we all talked last and those who've listened to the podcast, yeah, who listen to audio only, y'all, the vice presidential debate. Okay, now let me just say, I, people get so nervous, y'all. I was at this weekend, which I'm going to fill you guys in on, where um, <laughs> I brought up politics. And so I was like, oh, don't say it. Don't, don't say it. Because they know I will say whatever about whatever. So they didn't want me to put myself in a bad position by bringing up politics. <laughs> and so I know how to handle myself, but I'm definitely going to be true to myself and honest. And so let me tell you guys how I feel about the whole voting presidential election, all of that. I'm, I'm going to put it straight up out, out there and how I vote. Um, not saying you should adopt it, but I'm hoping that it brings you some freedom because I'm telling you, whatever I say is here to help you deliver on your vision, build your confidence and use your God given gift. So if it ain't them three, I don't need to be saying nothing about it. Okay. Right. So somebody said, I'm going to start with this comment that fly. Y'all, I'm watching this vice presidential debate. When I see this fly come join this debate and lay on this man's gray hair. Oh, immediately. I said, oh, hon, because my husband was in the room. I was like, oh, hon, black Twitter about to be lit. I mean, the second it lands. Y'all, I know my people. Good, bad, indifferent. I know my people. I'm like black Twitter, literally black Instagram. Really? If it's a thing, it's about to be popping off on this fly. Did we hear the issues? I hope we heard some of the things that they were saying, even though I think half of it was complete lies. But I'm like, this fly on this on this vice president's head is about to get the biggest headlines in the social media community than either of the candidates. Y'all, I laughed. And when the thing wouldn't move, that's when I was like, wow, this why like I belong here, sir. I belong here. Okay. That's why I was like, I, I live, you know, you can't, you, what you going to do? And I think the vice president noticed him. Like, I think he noticed him, but, and I think one time I saw him turn his head and I was like, oh, I think he tried to get him off. This why I ain't leaving y'all this debate. Let me give you my synopsis and when it comes to voting and all of that. 
First of all, I'm not a very political person. I believe in living according to your values. Um, and so even when I go into an election or I'm looking for a candidate that I can support, it's based on my personal values. So if someone is a Republican or a Democrat, I don't lean towards, oh, I'm just going to do this one type of ticket. I vote according to my values. Now in the black community, that's just like straight up taboo. Folks like, no, you got to be a Democrat. But then I've done, I have been educated on, um, where the democratic party came from and the flip where the Republican party used to be the one that was for more black rights, quote unquote, as it has progressed over the decades. So there's an education that I have that's way bigger than for me, the Democrat or Republican. So honestly, y'all, I lean towards an independent way of voting. This is me. Let me just tell you how I feel about this right now. I will support none of them. Okay. Trump been out for me. All right. Um, Kamala and Biden, there are so many holes in their values and the things they have supported. There is so many holes to where I'm like, I feel like everybody we need to do over. And I'm like, God, really? Lord, there ain't no, nobody, but see, God knows he knew this would be before it got here. And he knew these would be the top two candidates or whatever. And I'm just like, father, we are, this is the end. The earth about to blow up. So what's happening? Come on, get us because this is ridiculous. So no, I'm not going to tell you exactly who I'm going to vote for. Cause honestly, I'm not sure yet. I'm believing I'm expecting that I won't um, be voting for Trump. I don't feel like God would say vote for him, support him. Not at all. At the same time, I'm like, I don't even want to think about it. I don't even want to think about it because I'm so disappointed and I know I got to get myself together because voting is in like three weeks. And I will do that when the time is right. But right now, it's, I feel like we're choosing from the lesser of two evils. And that makes me sad. It makes me sad for our country, all of that. So my obligation is to vote no matter what. My obligation is to pray. And then my obligation is to do my best to keep my mouth off of them because I'm not trying to cancel out none of my prayers because people be tripping. Do y'all, y'all feel me? Do y'all, y'all with me on this? I'm not trying to cancel out none of them. All right, right. Somebody's comment said it was good and unbothered. That fly was unbothered. He, the fly said, I don't care what y'all talking about. The fly said, I don't care what y'all are doing. Look, now Facebook is kind of, um, looks like my internet connection is weak. So Facebook is kind of dragging a little bit. But anyway, let's keep going. Y'all, I have spoken, meaning taught, publicly spoken for or five times in the past 72 hours. Your girl is coming in. Not all the way on fumes, but a little bit. Okay, just a little bit. And I say this because I have had something happen that made my world feel like it blew up. And that is what's leading me to have the conversation today about what to do when your life blows 
up? How did I, you know, get through it? And I'm, I'm still in the middle. I'm not even through it, y'all. We can probably catch up on it next week, how it goes. I'm not even through it. I'm in the middle of it. But how am I handling the blow up that's happening? And for some of you guys, you're like, oh, I have worse things that's blown up than what you're about to share. You probably do. I've had worse things in my life than what I'm about to share with you. But at the same time, this is big for me. So like I said, I've spoken um, multiple times over the past 72 hours. And that's because I hosted my first offsite retreat and it was for my discipleship crew, um, a group of ladies that have committed to 10 months of investing in themselves um, spiritually um, in their business side hustles. I hit most everything relationships. I hit everything over these 10 months. Hey. And so what I did is I, um, created, um, some content around living value based and how not to lose yourself and all of that. And that's what I spoke on over the past couple of days at this retreat. And based on the feedback that I've gotten and the response in the room, I believe it was so impactful. Um, yes, somebody said it was unforgettable. Yes, Andrea, I pray it was. Um, because there's just so much pressure in life. And sometimes things feel like they're getting out of control. They get heavy. And sometimes we don't know how to ground ourselves again. And so I believe what I shared helps you to be able to do that. And I think it's revolutionary. I've never heard anyone say it. These are all my original thoughts that I shared. Everything. Yeah, I think I am lost on Facebook. Um, yeah, everything that I shared was completely my own. And so I'm really proud of what I put together, even though I had to do my notes off the top of my head. And when I do that, I'm looking up to the skies I speak, which I hate that. <laughs> but anyway, um, so guys, what happened at the end of this weekend? I'm about to drive home. And I was like, you know what? Let me, you know, glance at my email real quick. And I look and I see this email that says, um, it was spammy, which is weird. Cause I'm like, why did I get a spammy email? Right. Which is weird. Cause normally they don't make it into my inbox. So good Gmail is like, we blocked this cause it looked weird. And I was like, okay, okay. So then I check my website when I get back on Saturday night from this awesome weekend. I'm at a high, I believe people's lives were impacted. It was everything. Y'all, my website, my brand new cute website was hacked. Yes. The number of hours of writing to put the words on that, on the website, the number of hours of working with this developer to get it up and going. I have had the website for, um, two years. So for it to start going haywire now is insane. And so I'm like, what in the world? So I check on my blog page and I see two spammy blog posts. And one, I think was like porn or something weird. And I was like, oh my gosh, somebody done hacked me. And when I went to do all the little tutorials to figure out why did this happen to me? 
they tell, uh, they said, well, whenever there's a reputable site that a lot of times hackers try to use those sites to plant things like those random blog posts to get people to click on them so they can give them their email address and stuff like that. So I was like, oh no, what is happening up in here? I said, you know what? Shut the whole site down. Y'all, I had to take my website off line. Yes, I had this, this thing pop up. Um, unsafe warning from Google. Yes, I went to go log into my site to try to repair or to see what was going on. And I was blocked from going into the back end. I said, oh, the devil is a liar. I was like, nothing is about to keep me from getting up in here. When I say that 12 plus hours later, I am not joking, 12 hours, maybe more, I'm ashamed to say, I specifically put, I think I'm gonna, I go live on Instagram, that I specifically, cause Facebook is not working, all these hours that I decided to put into trying to get this website together, when I tell or or get it to where it was functional, when I tell you, y'all, it was crazy. It was crazy. So you know what? I said, you know what? Here's what I'm going to have to do. I'm going to have to take this website down. I'm going to have to email my community. So all my community knows what's going on. And then I was like, then... I'm going to, uh, which I owe my community an email today because it was late up until the wee hours of the morning where I had to keep working on this to try to figure out a plan to tell them, hey, here's what's going to happen. So do you guys know what I did? And I'm going to share with you how you get through stuff like this and how I'm getting through it now real time. But what I did is I went ahead and bought my other domain. So the company that I own legally, The Prolific Pursuit, is amazing. And it's going to have a club. I'm going to have a club, the pursuit club, the pursuit club launches soon. I'm going to push the launch date. So here's a, a newsflash. I'm pushing the launch date back to Monday, November 2nd. So I can give myself an extra week to make sure everything is set because the hours I put into this website are stealing from more of my content building for my club. Mm-hmm. Yes, y'all comments, I love y'all. Y'all like, no, yes, girl. Somebody said, um, that's why I can't get on. That's why you couldn't get on. Someone says, not today, Satan. Not today. I have no interest in this type of issue, but here we are. So what, what, what am I gonna do with this? Here we are. So guys, what I did is I said, you know what? I'm going to create. I'm going to create prolificpursuit.com. So I bought the domain. I bought my a hosting and I am yesterday. I spent essentially building a whole new website. I started building prolific pursuit out and creating at least one landing page. So it is completely separate from it's while my super cybersecurity friend, who is like a VP is going to be working on cleaning up my site over the next whatever period of time, I'm going to have another landing place for us. And what better place than prolificpursuit.com? What better place? Because I'm like, what did Michelle Obama say? When they swing low, 
we swing high, right? So when the enemy tried to come in and take away all that I'm building, oh, when I tell you I'm so grateful for having the website, the email addresses that I have in MailChimp, I don't have them just sitting on my website because I used to work for Google and I know better than that. I'm so glad that I use PayPal for payment collecting because the club is $10 a month for a limited time. And so everything inside of there and is not just sitting on my website. Your girl is so grateful that I was able to use some wisdom as I built this thing out. So, so grateful. Okay. So as you guys can see, my world has blown up. Now, in the middle of this high, um, over, you know, just a few days before everything blew up, I hit this low, right? Oh my gosh. What is happening? Hey, Shamiri. Uh, she asked, does Prolific Pursuit have an Instagram or a Facebook? It will today. <laughs> it will today. Oh my gosh. It will today. Um, and let me tell you why it will. So I have the website. I'm going to take that live in a couple of hours. I'm tinkering on the back end. I'm going to take that live in a couple of hours. And how do I have experience being able to just build a website? Because when I was in uh, working in Michigan in the HR team, they needed me to start building SharePoint. Do y'all know about SharePoint? I had to start building SharePoint sites. So I learned a little bit from that. Then I started building our church's website, not from the ground up, but I know how to edit back end stuff. And I used to have to hire engineers. So I know what their work looks like. So I have a working knowledge. Y'all, God uses everything he gives you. Every place he gives you, God uses that information. It comes back up. You'll need it. So I have the confidence to be able to build in the right plugins, get the right security, make sure everything's tight and right. Because of all this other stuff, which is crazy. So in the next couple of hours, I'm going to be creating more of a face for the prolific pursuit. Tonight I was invited or I was invited a couple weeks ago to speak to um, the club that Aaron On Demand leads. So Aaron On Demand has a club. It is called the eBrand Club. You may know Erin on demand from YouTube. She is nearing 200,000 followers and she has taken us through the journey of her becoming an entrepreneur. She lives in Detroit, Michigan. So, you know, I have a special connection to there, there because I used to live there and I love people there. So yes, Erin on demand has invited me to speak to her club. Her club is nearly 800 people. Yes. Okay. Hers ain't $10 a month anymore because the more information that builds in these clubs, the more it's going to cost is why I'm telling y'all when I take my stuff live today, make sure you on the email list so you can get in on these things and you know where to find everything as I kind of redirect. Um, but yes. So guys tonight is big. Yes. Thank you so much. It's big. So last night after I was like, you know what? Let me put the website stuff to the side. I'll finish getting her cuterized today. And I built out my presentation for tonight. And tonight I'm talking about how not to lose yourself in the hustle um, because her, her group is all entrepreneurs. So it's all of us entrepreneurs are in there and we're, she brings in guests to help us build businesses. So that's what that one is about only. So I can't wait. 
So I got to be able to redirect these people as to how they can, can connect with me. And your girl's website is off. That's what made the website going down so bad. It's not my people. Y'all are already connected with me. Y'all can email me, DM me. Y'all can ask me questions. All y'all my day one people. But these new people, this audience, they need to know I'm legit. And your girl had to take the website down. So that's when it was like, oh my gosh, the panic. So let me tell you exactly what I did and what I'm doing in the middle of my world blowing up, okay? So the first thing that I had to do, real talk, is remind myself of what I already know. Remind myself of what I already know. What do I already know? I know that I will get through this. I already know I'm stronger than this problem. How do I know I'm stronger than this problem? Because no weapon formed against me shall prosper, which means I'm stronger than the problem. It also means uh, when the word says, God won't put more on me than I can bear, then that means I can handle this. Does it mean I won't have any stress or I won't feel it while it happens? Of course I will. I'm in an earthly body that has feelings. But I have to remind myself of what I already know. What do I already know? I know that I am, um, I have grit. I am resourceful. Literally, I can figure myself out of anything. Anything. And I say that because I have had to do that so many times, especially as a poor girl. As a dark-skinned brown girl, as a girl who's had to climb through all kinds of obstacles, parenting alone, okay? You learn how to figure out stuff as you go. So I have to remind myself of what I already know. I know that I'm not alone. And I'm not talking about because I have my husband or I can call my mom. They can't fix this. God is with me. God is enough. I remind myself God being with me, God is enough. Y'all, reminding yourself of what you know is so important and it can't just be in your head. You need to say it out loud. God, I know you're with me. I know you got my back. And because I know you got my back, I know I'm gonna get through this. I know that this company, the prolific pursuit and the things ahead of it is going to crush the enemy crush him. And that is why it's under attack because I didn't get any red flags about the developer I worked with, who I really think is behind all of this phishing happening in my account. Phishing P H I S H I N G is what happened to my account. It's the type of hacking that happened. And I'm like, I think he did it. I think he did it. I think he was paid to build it. And I think he tried to make money off of it. So, oh my gosh, I feel even double dupes. God, how do I handle him? Because you better believe I'm trying, I'm trying to come for him soon, but I'm just saying, okay. So I'm like, what in the world, you know, am I going to keep telling myself to make sure that I don't lose myself, even in my anger, frustration, all of that. I'm going to keep saying out loud what I know is true. God is with me. I'm stronger than this. I Oh yeah, y'all. I can get through this. It's all good, right? So those are the things. That's the first thing that I do. And this isn't the first time I've done this. I've done this practice 
for years. This ain't, I ain't new to this. Okay. Four years, just like when my husband's health went down and we thought we were about to lose him just six months ago. Same thing. God, I, and for me in that time, I needed a song to sing. And that song is what helped me say the right things and believe the right things, right? So remind yourself of what you already know. It's in there. You got this. Second thing that I had to do is let it out. I had to say what was going on and how I felt about it. Now, some of us, especially if you are a believer, um, (laughs) yes, Sasha, she said, drop the name and location of this developer. We got you. (laughs) Yes. Y'all, I had to let it out. So I called my husband who was traveling back into town. I was like, let me tell you what just blew up. So I'm telling him, and by the grace of God, he listened to the whole story. Cause y'all, it was a lot. <laughs> I ain't even go front. Y'all know men have a capacity. You try to lay something out. That's more than like two minutes. They gone. Like, it's just what it is. It's just how they are. Um, it's just what it is. And so he had the patience to listen. He was asking me questions back. He was at a men's empowerment weekend. Everybody COVID tested before they went, but he was at a men's empowerment weekend. So maybe they taught him thing or two. I don't even know, but he was listening. I was like, yes, you better listen. So I tell him what happened. I felt so much better. Yeah. (laughs) Him going cross-eyed. Somebody said, I can imagine his face. Y'all, I felt so much better once I told him what happened and I told him what I was about to do with do with it, um, or my plan. And just by expressing how I felt made me feel supported. Keeping things inside when they're blowing up is toxic. I'm going to say it again. Keeping things held up inside, bound up inside is toxic. It doesn't mean that because something bad happened to you or every time something bad happens to you, you need to go tell everybody and their cousin. So that way you feel like, you know, you're vindicating yourself or you're, you know, that's, you live for the drama. We don't want to grow that muscle in you, right? And your heart or your habits or your way of being. But instead, what I want to challenge you to do is to pick someone you trust that can handle hearing it and that can check in and say, hey, did you get that fixed? Hey, how are you doing over there? Because just like my situation right now, it's going to take me weeks to recover, weeks to recover. And so because of that, this journey is not just a one-time quick thing. I'm going to have to really put in time. And some would say, well, you know what, if you were Christian and you live by faith, then how could you, how dare you speak out your frustration and how upset you are of what happened? Oh, that is faith. That, that is faith. Okay. Faith has movement, which is my plan, right? That's me speaking, but it's also me doing the work to get things repaired. But faith is also honest. Faith is honest. And faith, just like Jesus, my favorite go-to of honesty, Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, before he was about to be taken to be crucified, He said out loud to God, can this not be me? Can you unpick me from dying for all these people? Because I'm feeling the heat. 
of course, a paraphrase, but I'm feeling the heat, he says. Why? Because he can be honest with God. God already knew it, but he had the freedom in his relationship with God to say it. And he didn't talk himself into um, walking backwards. After his honesty, he said, but I care more about what you say needs to happen than how I feel. God, I care more about what you say needs to happen than how I feel. And so that is where I landed. I let it out to my husband, but most importantly, God, this sucks. It don't feel good. I don't like it. I'm extremely uncomfortable. I can't believe this is happening right now. The timing. Oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. All my feelings. And when I did, because I had reminded myself of what I already knew, it all goes together. Oh, I can't stand this, but I'm stronger than this. Oh my gosh, why do I keep running into these problems when I keep trying to fix this or fix that with this site? But you know what? I can handle it. I can handle it because I can do all things because of Christ who lives inside of me. I don't need to quit. I need to be smart. I need to be wise. I need to keep my spirit open and listen to how I need to handle this. It goes hand in hand. I'm reminding myself of what I know, but I've also let that thing out to God himself and to someone who can hold me accountable and kind of support me as I go through, um, as I go through it. Y'all, the third thing I've kind of referenced, but it, I think it has to be said is I got to do the work. I am going to spend so much time and hours into making sure this never, ever happens again. Ever, ever. <laughs> and guys, because of that, that means I'm going to have to put in time. So what did I do yesterday? I told, I sat my three kids down after church. I said, Hey guys, let me tell you what mama's dealing with mama website that I showed you guys, because I try to keep them like involved in my work. So they know when my laptop up, what I'm doing. Um, and especially because I'm launching this company and launching the pursuit club in a couple of weeks, I've had more time now put into it than I, than I will, um, or more time put into it now after school hours, because I need more time now than after the club launches when I can get most things done within their school hours, right? So if it's going to impact them from mama's side, the way I do it is I share with them. So even the presentation I built for talking to the eBrand club tonight, I've showed at least one of the kids, the oldest one who cares, who has the patience to watch. I showed him the presentation. Here's what mama's been working on. He's like, that's cool, mom, right? Um, because they're also support. So faith looks like work. I know growing up for me, it was, oh, I'm waiting on God. You know, I got this problem situation. I'm waiting on God. I mean, I would see women. I'm getting beat at home by this man, but I'm just going to wait on God. Okay. I am, you know, I want a new job. I want a new job, but I'm just going to wait on God. Waiting on God has movement. Waiting on God is active. It sounds like an oxymoron. Here's how it's not. 
If I'm believing God for a new job, but I'm not putting applications anywhere and I have not done my resume, how is God going to bring that job to me? Can he send some random person to come tell me about it? He can. That's happened to me personally in my life. Somebody literally came to me and was like, have you ever thought of this career? That's how I got into uh, job placement, recruiting, HR, all that stuff um, before I became honestly an entrepreneur. So y'all, I know that God can do it. But when you are believing for something, there is action you are going to be asked to take. And it's not going to, and really taking that action when you're not sure if you're going to get a job is faith. Putting my resume together because I know something else is out there better for me or is coming, that's faith. If you were at home and you were being, you know, treated wrongly, just taking it with no action. And we talked two podcasts ago, specifically, especially in relationships, what you should do before you ever consider divorce, or let's say you're with a boyfriend, you're being treated horribly. Waiting on God is not taking hits figuratively and literally, literally. Sometimes God will have you bear through a season. That is true. You're at work, your coworkers is, is, is rank, <laughs> but you know that you need, it's not time to move yet. You got to be patient. That's different. But waiting on God has action. Why? Because the Bible says that faith without works is dead. Faith, just wishing only is not faith. And that is scriptural. All right. Some of your comments say here, oh, always love your uh, transparency. Thank you so much. Andrea says, I was taught waiting on God meant waiting, serving others while you wait. I, I completely support that. You are, you moving, you're doing something. You're not just sitting still alone. Um, Tasha says, waiting on God has movement. Yes, yes. Thank you for putting it back out there. It is so important. Please know that. Take that to heart. It does have movement and working while you wait. You absolutely, Andrea, you're working while you wait. You're doing something. You think about Jesus's life. He was the embodiment of faith. That's all he was. Jesus was faith in motion. When did you see him just sitting there? There were times where he would go and have meals with people, um, visiting friends' houses. There's a scripture reference of him having his own home because Jesus wasn't homeless. Okay. He was a missionary on the road. Okay. It's a whole nother thing. But y'all, Jesus was always moving always acting and he didn't do very many things the same way twice from healing people to addressing their issues, to responding to Pharisees, to handling the disciples. He didn't do very many things the same way twice. And so Jesus is a great example of what faith looks like. And that's how it should be for us too. So the work for me was, okay, I'm going to have to spend a number of hours working on a new website. So I had to buy it. And here's what's crazy, y'all. Can I just side note a testimony? Somebody gave me a thousand dollars. Yeah, I just said $1,000. A week ago, somebody gave me an envelope with a thousand dollars in it. And when that money came, I told my oldest son about it. He's the one that, you know, he gets it. When the others get older, they'll get more insight into things. But I showed him, I was like, look at this. And he's like, what are you going to do with it? Right? He's like, oh my gosh. I was like, they don't know this, 
but they are the first person by donation, not like club subscription. So shout out to all by, you know, pursuit clubbers drop something. If you hear, cause some of y'all are here y'all. She is the first person to invest in my business. That $1,000 is going to be in, uh, haven't been able to go to the bank needless to say, but that $1,000 is going directly into my business account. And that is what's going to be the, the launching point for the things that my family has taken money out to invest in my business. Cause my lawyer alone was thousands to secure my LLC. Y'all writing up my documents for my, my club and for coaching y'all. This ain't no joke. The, the prolific pursuit ain't going nowhere. And so when she gave that, it told me a couple of things. One, God is looking out. Oh, thank you so much. Because now I can start to recover from some of the personal investments that we've made. Next, it also meant something was about to go down. Now, I don't know how God works with you all the time. Okay. But the way God works with me is when I see provision come before I need something, before I need something for me, a lot of times something's about to pop off and I'm supposed to wait because this resource, this new person I was given, this new relationship, you know, connection in the community or whatever, this money is for something. And because I care about being a good steward of God's money, I need to, I need to wait on what that's going to be, right? I need to know. So when the website blew up, guess what? I now, should I need to pay for all the repairs that have to happen on the back end? I can afford it my, with my company funds alone without taking from my personal. Do you hear me? God provides, he provides, he covers he makes a way for any obstacle that comes for you. And when you are truly walking by faith and you're putting in the work, God honors that. He honors that. So is it going to cost me to fix my old site? A hundred percent. Y'all, it may cost the full thousand dollars. I wouldn't even be surprised. I would not even be surprised if it did. If you guys know a resource, y'all can DM me on Instagram. <laughs> But right now I have some folks who are about to start looking at it, but at least it's not going to literally hit my family's pocket, which we're kind of trying to rebuild, you know, because we're doing what God told us to do and launching this. So my faith looks like waiting. Like we talked about a minute ago, it looks like waiting right now to see what do you want me to do with this? Cause it doesn't, the way I live, it does not belong to me. He gave it to me cause he needs to get it through me. So that also led me to think, oh man, I really want to make sure I have a giving component with this company. So what does that look like? So I've already started to think about what I'm going to build into the framework of the company because whenever it has employees and it grows and stuff, um, are we going to give scholarships? Are we going to support single moms, homeless women? Like what are going to be my giving? Why? Because I was given to and it just, it just prompted it in me to make sure that I have that clear on what my give back looks like from the, um, the business side. Cause of course I have that on my personal side, but from the business side of things. So that is where we are. Number one, remind yourself of what, you know, you know, you're stronger than this. You know, you'll recover, you know, you'll get through it. 
You know your heart may be broken now, but you will heal. Sometimes we have to remind ourselves of that. I will heal. I will heal. And you will do that, of course, healthy and right way, which is another reason the Pursuit Club is so important where you're getting the information and you're getting all this love to help you do that. And second, you need to let it out. You need to let it out. You need to say this, uh, scream, feel it. It don't mean you don't have faith. How do I know that? Because the third thing is I know that faith has movement. So that means I'm going to do the work. The third thing was doing the work in faith. Faith has movement. So I am actually going to be doing the work of building the page, waiting to see if, if I'm supposed to use any of these funds for the repairing of my site or whatever else, you know, am I giving, doing a business donation from my business to something else? God, what do you want me to do? Um, and so that is where the waiting is, is just what is about to be fire. Somebody put in comments, Andrew said, Pursuit Club is about to be fire and the enemy knows it. When I say fire, y'all, this $10 rate is to let y'all get in at the low low. That's what, that's all it is, is to let my people in at the low. Okay. 10 bucks. Cause they ain't gonna never be this low again. <laughs> let me tell you. Cause the, the, I just, I feel like the, the stirring inside of all the giving out that's about to happen. I can't wait. I can't wait. So even what I'm um, sharing tonight, as I kind of wrap up, what I'm sharing tonight uh, of how not to lose yourself in the hustle, I am going to be sharing with you guys. It's going to be one of the master classes inside of the Pursuit Club. And um, it's, it likely could be a series easy, but I'm definitely cannot wait to share this with the pursuit club and my founding members. That's the second thing. And I'm going to go ahead and let's see here. So I'll share this with you guys. So my founding members are considered everybody who signs up for the pursuit club right now. You may be like, well, where do I go? It's is down. You join my email list. If you're not on the email list yet, you can DM me only for the next couple of hours because the email list, I'm going to send out communication on that, how to get connected and all of those things in the next couple of hours. So before I step in front of this eBrand club tonight at 7.30 Central, yes, 7.30 Central, 8.30 their time uh, or Aaron's time, I will make sure you have all the deals. You're going to know what's happening because I, I ain't going to let 24 hours hit. And y'all ain't got no landing page, okay? We ain't playing that. No, we ain't playing them games. So I'm so excited. Yes! I thank you so much. Yes, Angie. And I know you also want a better job and career and stuff. I can't wait to do a career series. <gasps> I can't. Y'all, I don't know what to do with myself. Let me calm down. But I hope you guys really got something out of today's um, out of today's topic, there's so much more that you can do when life blows up. This can definitely easily have a part two, easily a three and a four when life blows up. But these are the first three things that I do to just ground myself, right? First three things that I'm doing. And some would say, well, you didn't pray. That is prayer. Reminding myself of who God is telling him, oh, I'm stronger than this. I got this in you. We in this together. That is prayer. Oh, because prayer is not just asking for something. 
it's talking to God. It's telling him something too. And it's reminding him even of who he is. Woo, I'm about to get stirred up y'all. All right. So you are going to see some new information hap- come out. You're going to see um, the prolific pursuit. And it's not the prolific pursuit online. Somehow somebody has that and they're literally holding it, asking for like a thousand dollars. That is not what my money is for though. They was like, oh yeah, we'll give you the, the prolific pursuit. You just need to pay a thousand dollars. No, prolific pursuit is fine. We can drop the the. Because <laughs> I can get that for $12, okay? So I got prolificpursuit.com. I'm going to be opening other pages, Instagram and stuff like that. I didn't want to at first because I'm not, I can't do all the pouring into that, but I definitely am going to be getting some help. Um, I may get a virtual assistant soon. And that's all they do is listen to these podcasts and things and pull out some of my quotes and make sure all of this information keeps circulating out in the, out in the world. So that is what I'm doing, guys. My whole week is dedicated to building some bomb content for you guys. <laughs> Y'all laughing? Some bomb content for you guys. Um, mainly for my founding members because I'm going to have a founder's day. I got to wait on the date. Give me another 48 hours on that. But I'm going to have a founding members day where I jump into a Zoom with you guys. I connect with you. I give you a sneak peek into everything that's about to be in the club. And you're a founder. You guys give me feedback. Hey, here's something else. Oh my gosh. If you can invite a guest in to talk about this, if you could talk about this, if you could add this type of series, that would help me. So I cannot wait for founders day where I drop free resources on everyone who's signing up for the pursuit club now. So founders, founding members will have a cutoff. And so I'm looking forward to you guys having a seat at the table and joining with me um, in this journey. So it's going to be just a great time together. And I finally feel like free to share how I want, right? Uh, this is, I didn't realize I would feel this way, but I love what, what I'm going to be able to, uh, give in the world. Um, you guys may say, Oh, you do it in the church space. I do, but it's very restrictive. Church spaces is different. You know, I can't look somebody in the face and say, I need you to sit your butt down. Okay. But in pursuit club, I can tell them you doing too much. And it's not just, Oh, you're my pastor. You need to be super nice to me. No, I don't have that. No, no, no. This is, I'm going to tell you exactly whatever I feel like you need to hear whenever you're getting coaching from me and all restrictions off in Jesus name. So I cannot wait to be up in here. So and I love pastoring too. Don't get me wrong. Love my church. Love my church. Uh, but you guys are the bomb. Thank you guys so much for listening. Stay tuned for the Instagram page, the Facebook page. Actually, I've already bought the Facebook page, um, but I only bought the Facebook page for the Pursuit Club or I didn't buy it. I got the P- Pursuit Club page. Um, it's just not live yet. So there I'm secure. So it will be coming on to Instagram momentarily honestly but i love you guys so much you are everything thank you for joining me live and i will see you guys next monday and give you a part two and all the updates on what's going on see you guys soon bye